Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jennifer DeMiri, your host of the Rising Phoenix Rise, Recover and Rebuild podcast. I'm the founder of Create Again Feminine Embodiment Coaching, and I unlock the secrets to a fully expressed and courageous life. Now, last season, I focused on guiding you through a breakup and separation, while uh, with my own evolution as a human and as a coach, I now focus on guiding women to a fully expressed life and embody who they truly are. You deserve the best in your life, and to get there, it is up to you to fully express yourself in all your vulnerability and power. And you know what the best bit is? You get to have fun, joy, and play at the same time. Now, if you feel that today's episode resonates with you, book your 30-minute complimentary call with me now. I can guide you to live a fully expressed life. And I'm also taking expression of interest for my next rice retreats and one-on-one coaching but now let's get started with today's guest hi everyone to season two of the rise recover and rebuild podcast we are here today or i am here today with maya hannah and um besides her i am bringing a few other epic guests on the show in season two talking all about self-expression and really growing from that and having fun with it and really living your best and truest life and yes so welcome Maya thanks for being here thanks for having me um I'm just going to introduce you to my listeners so you're an actor director expression mentor and rebel poet so Maya is at her core a storyteller a storyteller who knows If we approach ourselves and each other with curiosity and deep listening, transformation is inevitable. She has a decade plus background in theater and has worked nationally and internationally as a performer for many festivals and companies, including Zenzenzo, Imaginary Theater, Woodford, Shakespeare Unplugged in Brisbane, Black Swan State Theater Company, PVI Collective, Perth International Arts Festival, Upstart Class Act, Emergence Co. in Perth, SITI Company, New York, which is probably completely pronounced incorrectly based on your face, Um, and Punch Drunk UK. She has also spent the last six years of her career working as a director, storyteller and performance poet, and staging her own work. Maya has a passionate knack for guiding people back to their playful natures and works with people from all walks to unlock their authentic expression. For the Tailspinner, she began and continues to run a rollicking storytelling night in Brisbane for the record. Her creations are always carefully and craftily considered, combined with a hefty sprinkling of random things that come up in the moment. She believes fervently in playful art and artful play. Welcome again. <laughs> Thank you. Now I've had my big introduction. I am here. I've arrived. Before I was only half here. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. I'm glad that you're here for you me now. You summoned me with my bio. That's how you get an actor into the room. You read their bio yeah. out and they appear like a genie. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I really, really love that. Insight. <laughs> now, obviously, there's a little bit more to you or a lot more to you than just your bio. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. 
Oh, Jen, what would you like to know? Everything. There's, there's a pantheon of me's. So Everything. That's, a, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that can be a one sentence or a twenty year discussion. So. Well, look, I'm planning on having about thirty to forty five minutes of this podcast right. in total. So I have a few more questions. So maybe cut it down to a few years of like, how did you get into acting? Just a little bit of a summary. How did I get into acting? Yes. Start with that, or mm. if there's something else that you want to tell me about your childhood, and then now you got to where you are right now. I love being directed, so you know, as an actor, <laughs> as an I actor, you like being directed, but you're also direction. director, so it's true. It's true. It's the dilemma that I live in, the paradox I embody: the actor and the director. I'm both the crafter and the craft. Yes. Complex. Uh, how did I get into acting? Mm. I always knew I wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I. When I was five years old, I started doing acting classes with someone who later on became a friend and colleague. We actually got Mm -hmm. to work together on a few shows, which was cool. And yeah, from when I was five and started doing acting classes, I knew I wanted to be an actor. I went to a like specialist performing arts high Mm -hmm. school. I, yeah, I just loved acting. I loved being on stage. I loved playing lots of characters. Mm -hmm. It was like getting, it was just getting to play and then getting applause at the end. (laughs) Yes. Game ever, you can make money from this. It's great. And um, when I was about eleven, if you'd asked mm-hmm. me what it was I wanted to do, I would tell you that I wanted to be an actor, director, writer who lived on a farm in the middle of the city. Scientist as well. Ooh, yeah, scientist. Yeah, that's the only one I would say I didn't I haven't really checked off. The others okay. I've managed to fall pretty close to yeah? yeah so what's missing on that list at the moment scientist the scientist depends how far reaching your definition of scientist is yeah okay i'd like to think of myself as a scientist <clears throat> of the human condition and i feel you're a little bit of a scientist of words as well you're a really good wordsmith mm. um i have seen you speak i have heard you tell stories and i have seen you play only in the room at NLP, however, that definitely was very inspiring to me and one of the reasons I really wanted you on the podcast. Mm. So how did you become so great with words, just coming up with things from the top of your head? Mm, Well, I read a lot as a kid, Mm -hmm. so I consumed a lot of language. Mm -hmm. I also spoke a lot as a kid, Mm -hmm. so I vomited a lot of language. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was always very curious about ways that I could express myself and I'd get really excited by new words that I'd discover. Mm-hmm. And I've always been very, I've always loved music. Mm-hmm. And to me, language is musical above all else. Mm-hmm. And potentially that's what a good wordsmith is, is someone who divorces themselves from too strictly what the words mean. Yeah. Because then you start to expand the possibilities of what a word could be. And I feel a lot of times when people get, but what I've had reflected back mm-hmm. to me, people are like, oh, I love how you said that poem or spoke yeah. that. It's often when I've just been messing around mm-hmm. with language. And often that's more about rhythm than about yeah. meaning. That's interesting. <laughs> I, th- I think any anything you approach, any skill, any art, any aptitude as a human that we have, mm. like language with a curiosity or a way of playing with it differently, that's mm-hmm. when you start to expand into the possibilities of the, the form. Yeah, right. 
So I'm like, can I get better at it? <laughs> at language? Yes. Be less analytical and more playful. Great. Because people get, I, I notice that a lot of people, the people I've worked with, are really caught up in, well, there's a few different frames. One that comes up is saying the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, worry about saying the right thing or having something to say. And also, the the clarity around what they're speaking in terms of meaning and I do think clarity is really important however if it's expansiveness that you're after it's about having the playful approach yeah does that make sense to you yes absolutely and I think especially as adults we lose a lot of that playfulness because we are so conditioned into stop the play and you know, be serious in what we do, especially when it comes to our work life and mm. take life so serious that we really, really forget the play in mm. everything that we do and lack the fun and enjoyment in everything we do. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I would. And I also desire to um, cast a different spell. Please do so. That's what you're here for. <laughs> Uh, I believe that we're innately playful and mm. yes to what you're saying. However, a playful way that I like to describe it in my perception mm-hmm. is that I think of it as unfucking yourself. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so it's never like whenever I'm teaching teaching someone <laughs> improvisation or yes. expression, I never really, or singing or mm. whatever it is, unlocking some aspect, I never really see it as that I'm teaching them anything. Like mm. everyone's always their best guide. Yeah. And it's really just me offering some tools and experiences that uh, I've found to be valuable yeah. for unfucking yourself or unlearning. Mm. And it's curious, actually, because the piece before that you asked me about language, I noticed this little, like, oh, in me. And I'm like, you're so good at language. Because something I've noticed is that, like, okay, a sincerity about me is that I am a trickster and the person I like to trick most is myself. And how I like to trick myself most is by throwing lots of smoke and mirrors out there. And some of the smoke and mirrors I used are linguistics. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, look at my impressive words. Can't see me. <laughs> and we all have those masks, right? Or yes. we often have these different masks that we employ or like party tricks that we mm. pull out. So for me, language has been one of them. And when I hear people, it was like in, in yeah. the NLP room uh, when, when Liz said, who wants to be a word wizard like Maya? And lots of yeah. people put their hands up. And a little part of me was like, oh, come on. Like, that's just my party trick, guys. It's just my party <laughs> trick. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. And I also fucking love language. Like, yeah. that's why I've pursued all these different parts yeah. that have language as quite a center point. Though yes. I did do a lot of physical theater too, which was more yeah. about the body than the text. And yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's this curious absolute love of mm. and also recognition that I hide behind yeah. My words a fair bit. Okay. And, and I, I was reflecting to a client I had just before this that I've noticed sometimes in the more recent years that I'll be talking absolute shit. And I'll be looking around at people and they're like, mm, mm. <laughs> And maybe they're just like, they're like tuned out and not yeah. listening. But my perception in a lot of those moments is that I can just talk shit really well. Yeah. And more and more I've been like just recognizing how full of shit I am. <laughs> That's been my biggest growth piece is just going yeah. like, oh, I'm so full of shit. And that's why the language piece right. so I'm like, oh, I man, that. that's just my bullshit. Come on. <laughs> and I also love it. It's part of the game. Yeah. It's part of the game. I see you there, you little trickster. You're I'm... full of shitness over there. <laughs> I mean, to be completely honest with you, right? 
So in that NLP room, sometimes when you were saying things, English is my second language. I'm not going to use that as an excuse. However, there were some words that you were saying where I'm like, I have no idea what that word is. I don't even know what that means. And by the time I get around to looking it up, I've already forgotten it. Mm. So I definitely had some of those moments as well. And I think that's where the R comes from as well for someone that may actually not be able to make sense of what you're saying in those moments Mm. with your little party trick, (laughs) as we call it now. Um, And so simplicity is a thing. Yeah. Because how many times have you just heard the simplest sentence or word, but like spoken from a really sincere Mm -hmm. place and it just lands? Yeah. Like less is fucking more yeah. so much at yeah. the time. So I love having a big vocabulary and yeah. I love expanding it and I love playing with language yeah. and sometimes just fucking less is more. And that's why I can swear on this podcast, right? Cool, because I already have. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, too late. Sorry, too late. Go for it. Uh, oh, well. And I'm not editing, so it is what it is. It is what it is. And that's the beauty. It is yeah. what it is. That's why simple. Not, See, simple. That's why I am not editing. I want the rawness. I want, you know, this conversation in its pure form out there for people to actually see the honesty and the truth and the the expression, the way we are doing it right now, mm. rather than faking something by taking bits and pieces out. Mm. Yeah. 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 It's such a dance, but like, just jumping back a second, yeah. it's just that, that that dance of what you were saying around not always understanding like yeah. what the words are. And I do believe in clarity of communication mm-hmm. and simplicity of communication. And sometimes it's cool to use fancy words because it short circuits yeah. our brain because it's not something that we expect or we just get to appreciate mm-hmm. The, rhythm, this, the musicality of the word yes. without having to understand, then sometimes that, like, I need to know what this means, analytical mm. mind can jump in. Yeah. However, like, language is a game, man, so yeah. why not play it on yeah. many different layers and levels? Yeah. yeah. But it's also beautiful to, to have that party trick, I guess, to be able to play with linguistic and the melody of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm thinking, while, we're, while I mentioned the whole challenge with making sense of a word or understanding a word is sometimes in communication, it's just so important to be clear and use words that the other person Mm. can make sense of in order to communicate effectively Mm. when it comes to certain human interaction and communication in those spaces. Yeah, and then how much is actually about the words like on on this path? In so much there's so much conveyed in tone and in meaning and in body language and we're meaning making machines yeah. and often even if I'm using really clear language like the message that I'm conveying is that the message that you're receiving Correct. and we can sit down and have clarifications and I love all that and also it's just a game yeah like it's just a meaning yeah. making game it is yeah. and sometimes I've had I've had just incredibly clarifying conversations with people that I love and it's just Mm. like wow I'm so glad I stepped into that edge to clarify something and Mm -hmm. to to seek more communication rather than less and other times I just like the director inside of me who's directing my own life kind of steps back and is like we're just fucking around right now aren't we we're just throwing words around at each other and kind of (laughs) playing the game of I need more clarity because I don't want to be uncertain (laughs) it's like my little like bossy britches six-year-old is like Mm. I need to understand this and yeah 
that's often what it is, isn't it? Just that little inner child, I guess, just sitting there, knocking on the door and saying, hey, I really want to understand this, mm. like what's going on, rather than just taking it for what it is. And mm. yeah. And this experience is so vast and we have so many, I'm going to speak for myself. Yes. I have so many ways in which I try to capture this mm. experience or box this experience mm into something and yeah. language can be a part of that it can be a yeah. labeling it's what we're speaking about on monday yes. yeah. the unnaming of things like stepping into play can really just be about stepping back into a space of open curiosity by de-labeling yeah. things around yeah. you because how much do you walk into a room and you're like chair couch blah, blah. even if you're even thinking about that stuff you can be yeah. locked in whatever it is that you're doing. But if you are engaging with things, you're like, what do you mean? This room is boring. It's just a pillow and a bed yeah. because we're immediately assigning it the label that we've always yeah. had it and the function that we've always given it. Yeah. However, there's actually like a, almost an infinite number of variables in yeah. any given space that you're in. Yeah. And so the beautiful part is that it's even more true when you're engaging with another human being because mm. we like to, I know that I like to, attempt to encapsulate someone mm. into the labels that I've prescribed them or yeah. the ideas I have about them. Yeah. And we are, just as much as this mystery is, we mm. are so vast. We this are. experience is so vast. Yes. And sometimes it can be fun to play the game of how do I capture this today? <laughs> capture the castle. Capture the experience. Mm. And at other times, I feel it serves to just sit with the mystery of it all. Yes, absolutely. And... Um, Going back to Monday, uh, Improv Day, it was so much fun just being curious um, in that experience. I mean, who here has ever flirted with a speaker pretending it's... <laughs> she means a physical speaker, I mean, I mean speaking. a physical speaker, yes. So the exercise was really to see it for what it is, to see it in a dramatic way and then in a metaphorical way. And um, this speaker was on a tripod and was just a little bit higher than I was. And I was like, well, in the metaphorical way, why not make it a little bit of fun and just flirt with the speaker? <laughs> so, you know, because I unlabeled it and made something different out of it. So that was fun. I really enjoyed that. Two and it was play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two of my favorite two word sentences mm -hmm. are, of course... Like, oh, of course, you know, when everything's flowing. Yes. Or I actually believe that everything's always flowing, but we get into states of awareness where we mm. realize that. The of course sensation of like, oh, of course, of course, that's there right when I need it. Of course, this mm. is happening. Of course, of course. And why not? Why not? Why not? And it's also about the inflection that you use it because you could be like, oh, of course, or like, well, why not? Sure, it's about the inflection. Mm. However, the way that yeah. I read those things musically <laughs> so the meaning that they have but then the musical way in which they translate in tone in my mind is like that of course it's happening yeah. exactly as it's meant to and why not yeah why not play why not flirt with the speaker exactly i ask you and that's where the whole expressing yourself thing comes back in for me right you express yourself in weird and wonderful ways that you haven't expressed yourself to people that know you because you're afraid of being judged right so who cares really if you are flirting with the speaker and um yeah just really having some fun with it and going for it and just doing something a bit different to what you used to mm. yeah. just seeing the world in a different way and then 
being able to express yourself in that way on how you see the world. And to me, that comes down to that first golden ticket. I was like, it's not a rule. Let's call it a golden ticket. First <laughs> golden ticket of performance, improvisation, mm. and I'm going to say life, is being fascinated over fascinating. Yes. Which is how can you be fully alive, awake, aware, excited, enlivened by the experience that you're engaging in? Whereas when you're in the fascinating, that's when we're like, I've got to be entertaining for these other mm. people. I've got to be interesting. Obviously, you can see how that applies to being on stage because often that's the place where people think they have to be something and do something. And yeah. I've got to feel the... Yeah. Whereas instead, when we flip that, that script and it yes. becomes about being fascinated, yeah. then suddenly I'm filled with a fool with my own aliveness and driven by my own curiosity. And funnily enough, that's when people are magnetized to listen yeah. to us yeah. and watch us. And I can so relate to what you're saying right now, um, being interested rather than interesting. For me, when I started my coaching business, it was not the interesting as such. It was more, okay, what, how do I can, how can I relate to my audience in a way that they make sense of what I'm actually doing rather than, you know, really just talking about what I'm doing. Um, so really making the assumption that they may not really get where I'm going with what I'm doing and now um, having changed that and really just being interested in what I do, interested in helping other people, um, really expressing themselves as well, helped me so much with that, being interested in that rather than trying to convey to them what my message is. Mm. Yeah, it's curious because there is something beautiful around clarifying a message or around conveying in a way that's clear or as clear to as many people or as clear as it can be. And at the same time, where's it coming from? Yes. Where's that desire to be clear coming from? Mm. And then that's what it's speaking to because where it's coming from is where it's speaking to. Yeah. Fascinating. It is fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in terms of expressing yourself through language or through acting, Mm -hmm. um, by the way, you've been saying a lot about melody and musical musicality of language. I believe there's a mathematical component to language as well. Mm -hmm. I'm not too sure how versed you are in that. And that's okay, because I'm not either, so let's not get into that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the musicality, it is really about the tone and, yeah, in terms of what you say and what someone else makes it mean. Because even if you're saying something in a melody that is very, how do I say this, um, that is meant in a really nice way or it's meant in a in a um, very proactive way or whatever and then some people just have that own melody in their head and completely skew that melody to make it mean something different do you mean to- like the tone of yeah the tone yeah different? the tonality okay, yeah. yes yes so if if you say like with the of course mm-hmm. or like of course so you know even if i say say it in that like of course that can still come across in a different way to some people because they want to make it mean something or they make it mean something because they already have a particular tone in their head in advance. Mm. 
So, yeah. How do you feel about that? Do, do you think a lot of people do that? Do I think a lot of people misconstrue? Yes. Things? Yeah. Uh, the meaning paradigm is... Yeah. Uh, how do you discuss the meaning paradigm? Uh, do I think a lot of people do that? I think there's... My perception is that there's a fair bit of miscommunication mm. that goes on. And... Yeah, that's about all I have to say on that subject. Yeah, that's cool. Because for me, when I was speaking more mm. about musicality of, of yeah. language, I wasn't so much speaking about tone, that yeah. that's an aspect. I was yeah. more speaking about inherently language is musical. Yes, yes. Like, the, like poetry is just comprised yeah. of, Absolutely. of language. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what language is, poetry yeah. in and of its own right. Yeah. So it's almost like language being approached with that curiosity. Yeah. We get yeah. to start seeing the, the musicality that's yes. inherent. Yeah. Yeah, no, and and I got that. I just um sort of thought like yeah, there can be also different components to that mm-hmm. as well with like tone and then the musicality as such as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, um, what are your top three tips on how people can express themselves better through using words or through um playfulness in their language or acting in their everyday life, being more interested mm-hmm. rather than interesting? Well, that's the first one. <laughs> Be fascinated by what you're talking about. I don't know yeah. how many times I've been in a conversation and gone, wow, I'm actually not like in this. <laughs> and the choice then when I recognize that, the choice is to either decide to be in mm. this, like to reinvest, or to shift what's going on, like name it. Be like, mm. actually, I'm not here right now. Mm. So how many times have you just stayed in something out of politeness whatever that is like a conversation and yeah I feel like one aspect is that is (laughs) being really honest about what's actually occurring Mm. internally to you when you're engaging in something because it just it doesn't breed more intimacy yeah when you're when you're speaking with someone if you're just like oh I'm here for this conversation and because I'm in it I don't want to be rude and I want to be polite I feel like on an undertone a part of the intimacy dies in that yes and there's moments where someone's like, I'm just going to be fucking real with you right now. Or, hey, I'm not feeling this. Or my favorite is I've started to love to hear the word no. When I hear the word no from people that I care about, I trust them more. Because mm. I feel like I can trust their yes more. They're not just saying yes out of politeness. Yeah. There's an aspect of that that breeds trust. But there's all these conditionings around being polite. Yes. So that's one. And, so it's around expression, just yeah. quickly expressing. Yeah, one is be really fucking real uh, about what's going on. And if you're mm. into it... <laughs> number two would be stepping into discomfort Mm -hmm. and only you can be the gauge Mm -hmm. of what is uncomfortable and that can look like so many different Mm -hmm. things Mm. yeah how many times are you just tuning out and distracting yourself Mm -hmm. uh, when there's a something that wants to come alive in you because often I think that tiredness is actually repressed creativity. Yeah, right. I have not thought about it that way. Uh, if oh. you haven't slept for four days, maybe not. But in general, <laughs> in general, there's this feeling of it's mm. just it's it takes a lot of energy to repress something that so organically wants to flow yes. out of us, in my belief. And if you're feeling really tired, ask yourself like, what am I currently creating? Because mm. I know for me, when I'm lit up by something that I'm making, yeah. I am not tired. Like, I'll go to bed because I'll honor my body's needs. Mm, yes. And there's also the other side of it where my, where my like, body's just vibrating. My brain's firing off mm. with ideas. And I was like, cool, calm down. Do some meditation. Go to sleep. 
but there's that real feeling of like if I'm if I'm feeling tired all the time where in my life am I actively yeah. lit up is there Absolutely. things in my life that I'm not lit up by that I'm just doing I love that out of necessity a notion of necessity what's necessary necessary <laughs> we're here to play man yes uh, another thing around expression third tip around becoming more expressive hang out with people that you like that inspire you mm. and inspire you to better communication and kind of intimidate you yes <laughs> there's that feeling i know i have this with people that i respect their craft and whatever that is and have a great respect for them as a person like how they live their lives how they embody their message and most of those people, if I'm going to talk to them or hang out with them, I have a little bit of like, oh, and a part of me wants to cancel or doesn't want to do it mm. or like, because there's this little bit of like, oh, they'll see right through me. <laughs> I love <laughs> it's that. It's not necessarily true. It's, yeah. just, it's just that that when I get that feeling, I know that I'm stepping yeah. into a discomfort and hanging out with someone that I find inspiring. Yes. A little piece around feeling slightly intimidated. I can so relate to that. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a great one to yeah, up-level awesome. your expression is... Is, is, is finding things to feel inspired mm. by. Yeah. Uh, we'll notice that when people are passionate, suddenly they communicate so well, even if people who are self-professed not good at expressing or communicating, yeah. suddenly there's a lit upness. And then ask yourself the question, how do I bring that lit upness into everyday yeah. life? Mm. This is a massive journey for me, the magic in the mundane. I was sharing this with someone on Monday after improv. Mm. Uh, a big piece for me has been... I used to be addicted to creating. I love that. It sounds funny and it sounds kind of like a... Oh, how does that work? Or that kind of sounds like a joke or not really a thing. Mm. What I mean by it is that whenever I wasn't actively in a process of making theatre, writing poetry, making music, acting, I was trying to fall in love or travel or take drugs. Because I was kind of constantly seeking yeah. a high and an intensity. And I got that same high from being on stage as well as being so passionately absorbed in the thing. Mm -hmm. The thing and the level of presence and discipline I would bring to the craft of acting and, and directing, I wouldn't bring to my everyday life. As in, I was like, there was like weeks where I wouldn't shower, not because I was depressed, but because it just seemed boring. Mm. There's this sense of like, oh, that's like the in-between stuff, between the stuff I'm really here to do. And sure, be lit up by things and creating yeah. is a natural part of us. And if you haven't tapped into that, you know, go fucking do it. However, there's also the side of like, this is the most magical creation that there is. And so really stepping into the mindfulness of like perceiving the, the magic in the mundane mm. The, mon the perceived mundane, there is actually no mundane, uh, was such a massive mm. shift for me. So that's an up level in the expression too, is start to see life as a theatre production of your own creation. Oh, you as both that. the director and the actor in the movie of your own making. I love that. That's probably my favourite. <laughs> your favourite? My favourite out of those three. Uh -huh. Magic in the Although I, I, love, I love all of them. Fourth. I love all of them. But... <laughs> that was kind of a sneaky fourth one, actually. Yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> we can just combine them, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Now, if people want to work with you, are interested more in um, what you do, or can help other people to express mm -hmm. themselves, or... Um, yeah, what, what do you offer people or um, how can they reach you to ask a few more questions? Well, the 
one of the things I'm most lit up by at the moment are these improvisation classes that I'm offering. We're mm-hmm. currently in, we've just finished week two of this round. However, they start up again. Beginners start up, starts up again in mid-March. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm super excited about because there's stuff that I'm, when, when I'm speaking to around the magic in the mundane and being the director and actor of your own life, I really see these practices as pivotal for stagecraft, for being magnetic on stage and I also see it as a really heart-centered life philosophy. Because mm-hmm. if you see improvisation as the art of accepting offers and saying yes and stepping into the unknown and the unexpected, how beautiful to perceive our everyday existence from that lens of everything that is mm-hmm. offered to me is a gift, is an offer that I can accept, a gift from the universe. Uh, that's one. <laughs> that's starts up again mid-March. Yes. And... I have an online, that's only if you're in the Gold Coast, because that is in person. For anybody else, I have a small online container called Portals of Possibility that is opening up also in March. And that's only for 12 people, so that's a smaller, more intimate container. And they're the main two offerings that I've got cool. at the moment. There's a few awesome. other things in the works and some yeah. poetry feature nights and things, but that's perfect. That's main. Well, what I will do is in the show notes, I'll pop your link in there and anything else that you want me to put in there. Awesome. And then people can reach out to you to learn a little bit more on how to express themselves. Better. Perfect. Awesome. Well, that was today's episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. And it was a bit of a different one as well because you were literally here with me, not just on a Zoom call. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that, doing something a little bit different, right? Because things will always stay the same if you don't change things up a little bit. So thank you. And um, yes, I'll pop all Maya's details into the show notes and I'll see you next time. Mm, Pleasure. Peace out. Thanks everyone for listening to today's episode. I'm really, really grateful that you were here with us today. If this episode resonated with you, please give it a like or a follow on the respective platform that you are listening from at the moment. And if you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me, please send me a message through my Instagram at createagain or an email to admin at createagain.com.au. Alternatively, you can also check out my website, createagain.com.au. I'm really, really looking forward to welcoming you back next week for another episode. And remember, in the meantime, to have lots of fun and play.